0: to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them hold on if you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you but to none too much if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run yours is the earth and everything that's in it and which is more you'll be a man my son
1: live freedom friday we are another back week. another week and so we're just waiting patiently everybody we are supposed to be getting a call direct from the dc jail um from Stuart rhodes who is the founder of the oath keepers who unfortunately because of you know the sick leftist juries in D.C., was convicted of seditious conspiracy not too long ago and just sentenced, was it two days ago, to uh, 18 years in prison. Worse than
2: the gulags in Stalin's regime.
1: He was not in the Capitol. He did not step foot in the Capitol. He basically was um, tried and convicted and sentenced based off lies in words um no violent crimes committed the guy he was an attorney at one point in his life he, he went to Yale law dude he went to Yale law he, he served in the military uh his cousin had sent me a uh, a picture I think today of him and uh, young in, in the military but listen we're hoping that the jail doesn't go on lockdown he did another interview earlier today um, he he did a uh, i think an interview with the Gateway Pundit and he's got a call a relative from the jail who's going to call in i'm watching now it's going to be audio we're hoping that the audio is good and that we can get him for at least 10 15 minutes to you know um relay whatever message he wants to relay unfortunately we have no control over whether the the uh the the jail uh is is allowing phone calls you know something can happen in the in in an instant and everybody could be a
2: fight and
1: the entire it literally could be they just don't want anyone on the phones it's a friday night and they're like you know what that's it everybody on lockdown nobody has phone privileges um
2: yeah, they could do whatever. The, this is what happened to us. We had uh, Jeremy Brown on the show, and he called in from prison. And the first time he was supposed to come on, they had a total jail lockdown. He didn't have any access to the phones. Right. And then we had to reschedule, and we rescheduled, and we came back on, and uh, um, it was great. It worked, but he had a, a half-hour hard limit. So we're not going to have much time with Stuart. <clears throat> I'm very excited to have him on and ask him a couple questions. He's got a lot to say, I'm sure. Uh, we're going to let him say what he has to say. Uh, and hopefully he does He does get an opportunity to call in. If he doesn't, we got tons and tons of stuff to talk about. We got memes of the week. Uh, we got a couple extra this week. It was a spicy week of memes, let me tell you. Uh, we got stuff going on with the Babylon Bee and Gavin Wax. There's so much going on right now. Uh, we'll get into that today.
1: We're going um, to get into the uh, disastrous uh, launch of the Oh, I can't wait. Campaign. I can't wait. Um, before
2: before we we get into all of that uh do us a favor uh like and follow us on rumble hit wherever you're watching hit that follow button hit that subscribe button share this content it helps us out more than you know our content is so censored and shadow banned uh this is a way to uh, break the algorithm a little bit uh if you like and share and hit that subscribe button it really helps us out and we appreciate it more than you know um especially if you're a new listener. We love all of the people that tune in every single week. And if you're listening, join us in the chat. Say hi. Tell Alan to get fucked.
1: Listen, the most important place you should be watching is rumble. Yes. Um, getting messages right now. Know,
2: the Foxhole fam. Foxhole. Got a of Foxhole. Foxhole. Foxhole, Foxhole, Foxhole love. The Foxhole fam. That's right. like their own so little community.
1: They're, um, he's, uh, they should be calling any minute. He just, he just, I think got a hold of his cousin. So, I'm just waiting for the uh, for the call, and we should be on with him, and then we can listen to how he's be getting screwed. He's preparing right now for an appeal, obviously for his 18 year prison sentence in federal prison, which is extremely expensive. We're gonna share his uh, give send go. Uh, everything is expensive. The jail phone, especially the DC jail, is ridiculous amounts of money they they like double charge all right hold on one second hold on can you hear me i can okay we're we're live where's the man of the hour all right i'm gonna merge you with him right now thank you that's uh stewart's family member that's graciously helping us with the call you can hear james yeah i hear loud and clear stewart you with us
2: Yes, I, am. I gotta go
3: quick. because They are moving me somewhere.
1: You got it. Stuart, listen, really, really happy to have really happy to have you. I'm Alan James is with me. We're just gonna turn it over to you. We know, okay. you know, the conviction, 18 year sentence over lies and words, complete nonsense and bullshit, nonviolent crime. What do you have to say to everybody? Um,
3: like I told the judge when I first gave my my first start of my sentencing statement, I said. I am um, a political prisoner, like President Trump, my only crime, so-called, is opposing those who are destroying our country, and I stand by that, that Oath Keepers was singled out, first by the media, and then by members mm-hmm. of Congress, um, to be pegged as the poster child for J6, and then also cowboys the same way. So it's very mm-hmm. much like the Reichstag fire in Germany. Uh, 1933, their legislature burned to the ground, and that was used by the Nazis as their excuse to suspend civil liberties and crack down on dissent and to start the concentration camp system. And they paraded, they marched people through what they called people's courts, which were special courts for political uh, offenders with loyal Nazi judges packed on the courts who would guarantee convictions. And this is exactly what Washington, D.C. is like you will not get a fair trial there. Um, first of all, the population is 96% Democrat and mm-hmm. these are swamp creature Democrats who either work for the swamp or have friends and family who work for the swamp. Um, if, you get, if, you, if you get any Republicans, they will be Liz Cheney style, never Trumpers. Yep. Uh, we had a couple people that might've been actual MAGA first or MAGA people or America first, but of course they were kicked off the jury by the prosecution. So you're going to get railroaded no matter what you do, because orange man bad. Right. And the jury also is drawn from, the jury pool is drawn from the victim pool. And the alleged victim is also Washington, D.C. So they, they continue to refuse venue change for everybody. No one has gotten venue change, and that's by design. They, and they know what they're doing. They will, they will, you know, claim to the blue in the face that it doesn't matter if you can still get a fair trial. But it's absolutely absurd. It's just like being tried in the Soviet Union in Moscow. This is this sure. is worse
2: than the Soviet Union, in my opinion. This is worse than Stalin Stalin's Gulags. Your sentence proves that he was given five to ten year sentences out. You just got eighteen.
1: It's absolutely insane for not even for not even being for, inside the building. Well, yeah, for not even doing anything.
3: Yes, yeah, and that's that's the second thing I said. I said, look, I did not go in, I did not go inside the building, nor did I, nor did I order anybody else to. And while outside, I committed no acts of violence. I simply expressed my first of protected rights to political free speech. And that's exactly what the judge hammered me on. He said that, uh, I haven't changed. I continue to renounce the election as being illegal because it violated state election laws, and therefore unconstitutional because that violated Article 2. Article 2 mandate that the legislature is the body that will determine the manner of selecting electors. It's very plain. And I told him, I said, Under my oath that I took when I was a paratrooper um, age of 18, I joined the Army, in 1983, I said, that oath will not allow me to ignore the plain text of the Constitution in Article 2. I can't do it. I must speak the truth, and I'm not going to recant. It's like Galileo. I refuse to recant. Yeah. How does— He pushed me for, for uh, for not changing my tune.
1: It's it's unbelievable, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm hearing more and more in these trials that they're they're punishing people based off what they're saying to the judges, adding time to their sentences. Cynthia Hughes from the Patriot Freedom Project was explaining that to me uh, today, actually, that that's happening to some of the defendants who are being yeah, convicted. That's what happened to me. Yeah, right. I think she was actually right. speaking and directly and about
3: this, you. Was, yeah, and, and and the thing is, is that like I told, like I said in my statement on February 16, 2021. Without a lawsuit um, with the NAACP as his, as his legal counsel, alleging that Trump, shooting Trump, Giuliani, Oathkeepers and Proud Boys, alleging a conspiracy with Trump as the, the, you know, the kingpin of the conspiracy to invade the Capitol and to forcibly stop the count and they charged, of course, that we violated the KKK Act and disenfranchising black voters, which were challenging the uh, votes in Philadelphia, Atlanta, Detroit, et cetera. So they, they you know, is white supremacist. But the main point is, that's where the narrative started. February 16, 2021, just a few weeks after January 6th, the narrative was already set. And that narrative is what has been pushed by the media, pushed by those lawsuits in the courts. In fact, those are in front of Judge Mehta, too, same judge that that took our our criminal trial. He's been the same judge for the civil cases, I think it's not by accident. (laughs) So, um, and of course, the smear campaign and the show trial, we saw the J6 Select Committee, all of it's designed to, you know, quote, unquote, make it, make it true, to, to flesh out that narrative and and, and support it. And he had a lot of coerced confessions, um, the old keepers that were, were uh, indicted were threatened with life imprisonment. That scared a couple of them into agreeing to commit, you know, bear false witness and to lie and state that they were, they were told they have to say that I planned in November, right after the election, when we were in DC for the first big, huge uh, stop the steel rally, that that's when I planned the, the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. And a couple of them actually agreed to say that. That's what their sentencing statements say, or their, uh, their plea bargain statements say. Of course, that's complete bunk. Um, yeah. Trial, though, one of the men who clut out, uh, Mr. Dolan, was actually very honorable and testified that when they came out of the Capitol and, and came to me, finally linked up with me, that when they told me they had gone inside, I said that was pretty stupid. And then another witness testified yeah. that I said that was pretty effing stupid. So they're, you know, so they had both the witnesses saying that not only did he indeed not give any orders, but but also he said that was stupid. It didn't matter. It didn't matter to the jury and did not matter to Meta. In fact, he told my co defendant, Kelly Megs when he said, Hey, that was on me, I decided not, you know, it was on me going in. Nothing to do with any orders from Mr. Rose. Meta said, I refuse to believe that. That's what he said. So he ended mm-hmm. up, you know, I think his mind made that way back at my. At my detention hearing in february of 2022 right after i was arrested in january um the at detention hearing he said i find it um i find it less credible or not credible to believe that in a hierarchical organization like Oath keepers that they would enter the building without mr rhodes instructing to do so so he already made his mind up way back then uh, a pure assumption so from the very beginning yeah you well then of course he ordered me to be detained pre-trial and i was held in mm-hmm. solitary confinement right um, for over a year in the Alexandria Jail, 22-hour day
0: lockdown.
3: Wow. Uh, Meanwhile,
2: Ray Epps is just walking around free who's caught on video cl- telling people to storm the Capitol. I, gotta, yeah, I have and, a quick and, question. You know, and, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no I was going I to say that.
0: that,
3: that. I'm, huh? I'm, always to, to, I'm always hesitant to label anybody a fad because that was done to me because it wasn't arrested for quite for, for almost a year. They didn't arrest me because they're still building up their, their fake evidence. So I'm hesitant to say that, but the January 6th committee never featured RAEFs. So if, if they edited them out no. of videos, you would think the way that they railroaded the rest of us and, and twisted everything mm-hmm. we ever did, that they would love to have a former Oath Keeper chapter leader as their poster boy for here's a, here's a premeditated expression of an intent to, to enter the Capitol on the night of the 5th. They would've used that. So something's of kind of fishy there, it's really strange.
2: Of course, real, real quick. Uh, Jeremy Brown is a good friend of the show, and he's 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 called in from prison as well. Um, and he blew the whistle with the Gateway pundit, saying the FBI was trying to coerce him to infiltrate yes. your group, the Oath Keepers, yes. and plant. No, it was pe- not
3: the FBI. It was DHS. It was it was DHS. Oh,
2: even worse. Um, but uh, have, did you notice any any infiltrators uh, before or after January 6th? Did any, any anybody come to surface uh, after that? Because I know they didn't just approach Jeremy Brown.
3: Well, no. And, and, and it came out right on the eve of trial. We discovered that one of our national leaders and notekeepers, in fact, was a paper. I cannot say this person's name because I'm still under... A protective order, the gag order, issued by the court to protect this person's identity. For sure. So, but the New York Times did out this person. So, uh, you know, God took care of that. But yes, we did have an informant. It wasn't me, but it certainly was someone in my leadership. That's just the, the reality of where we are, and that's exactly why people now, of course, think that everyone's a threat because this is the reality. Is there? We don't. You don't know. You really don't know. It causes a lot of um, distrust inside the inside the movement, which is bad. You know. So. It was just the nature of the beast.
2: Uh, it, it's it's expected, without without a doubt. I was just curious if you if you picked up on anything like that, and that's absolutely wild because I know uh, Jeremy got a lot of flack well, yeah. for blowing the whistle on that. Uh, so Go
3: ahead. Oh, so, uh, to his honor, he was a new member of oath keepers when that happened. It mm-hmm. happened in October. Please understand this. That before the election. Yeah, it um, did October of twenty twenty.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And and like I said, of course they, they also did recruit an oath leader in uh i believe in august of 2020. so yes it's a it's a reality the feds were all over that of course and we, have, we know yeah. that now we know they had um informants inside the the uh, proud boys as well yep. they infiltrate any any patriot groups to be infiltrated it's just the way it is this is reality wow. So yeah, I think the FBI was all over that. So when Ray Epps did an interview with 60 Minutes and said that he was not working for the FBI, <laughs> well, he might have been working for DHS, just like the Travis <laughs> Jerry Brown.
2: Uh, <laughs> Very, uh, true.
3: Uh, Jerry Brown was was approached by DHS investigations.
2: And and he's now still sitting in prison as well. Like they they railroaded him as well. It's 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 disgusting. He you know both of you guys. Right, so from, what I, sir- from what
3: I understand, it was it was planted evidence.
2: Yep. Yep, absolutely. Right. It was, had, for, he uh, had a trespassing uh, charge, and then they raided his house for five hours. Uh,
1: go ahead, Alan. Stuart, right. but be, be, before they, they move you and make you go, I just want to really quick, if you could touch on what the appeal process is looking like and the expenses that you're facing. We're going to have your give, send, go up, and we're going to talk about it throughout the show and try to plug it because we even know just talking to us on this phone – is costing you an unbelievable amount of money. It's like they almost like a double and triple charging you for the phones, if I'm correct. And uh, so, just give, give us, some-
3: uh, no, it's, it's it's really not. It's it's really not that bad for the phone. It, it's not, but, but okay. yes, yeah, so of course, the appellate process is, is expensive. But well, certainly, we all need um, all of us. You're going to need appellate lawyers, and absolutely, if people want to want to donate to to fund that, that'd be fantastic. And of course, we all need commissary, and it helps to helps get healthier food. A lot of the food they feed you is really substandard. So, guys, you know I, I don't buy junk. I buy like tuna and peanut butter and and uh, protein shakes. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So we all need support. I would encourage you to support all the J ers I will be appealing it. Of course, the court of appeals first, um, and then on to the Supreme Court. So we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna fight hard. And my and my appeal is based entirely on the First Amendment because what they've done is they criminalized free speech. the okay. uh, so This is a conspiracy statute is incredibly dangerous because they're applying it in a way that makes it easy for them to to criminalize your free speech by asserting that it is a conspiracy. In fact, the judge said that. So this is not free speech because it's speech used for cons- conspiracy. That's what,
1: yeah. what do you think? So, uh, I, I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. It was burning in my head earlier. And um, after they... Railroad everyone that is 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 uh, convicted of uh, seditious uh, conspiracy, and they sentence you. Do you see that? Do you see Biden's DOJ coming down with a seditious uh, indictment for Donald Trump?
3: Absolutely,
1: you do. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the point of this. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's so. Oh yes, I think they, they're sending the precedent. That's why they. And that's why they. That's why they have denied venue change for everyone. But they want. They don't want a precedent for venue change when Donald Trump is indicted. They're going to indict him. That's what I've been warning about ever since February of 2021. I could tell that was the agenda. That's the narrative. And so, yes, you will be indicted by a D.C. grand jury, and yes, you'll be convicted by a D.C. Uh, trial jury. It's the same thing. Yeah. And it will be, um, I believe, it will be citizen's conspiracy, along with other charges, um, obstruction of Congress, et cetera. I mean, they, they found me guilty of obstruction of official proceeding even though I didn't enter the building. So, yes, they're going to find uh, Trump guilty of all those things. So, the big question is then, of course, is... Um, what conservatives do. Yeah. Um, so far, the GOP, with, with only a few exceptions, has been, pretty frank, frankly, very cowardly.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Not, I'm very disappointed I mean, in Matt Gates, honestly.
3: Yeah, so it's, I, I, uh, I don't hold on a lot of hope when it comes to that. So, But I encourage President Trump to keep doing what he's doing. He's, he's, you have one minute remaining. He is an honorable and commendable in standing up, and I, and I encourage him to continue to call out the election. Is not just fraudulent, but also illegal and unconstitutional. Gentlemen, I got to go, but I just want to tell you thank you um, and just understand that I know that God will turn this to good.